Welcome to the Word on the Street, where you and your family will find yourself engrossed in the Bible, captivated by a variety of stories, and contemplating the deeper, more meaningful things in life. And here is your host, Anna Ware. When I was 10, I had the privilege of learning to ski at the snow with my grandparents, and my older sister Naomi came too. We were there for a whole week. My grandma bought Naomi and I all the things we would need. We had parkas, we had gloves, we had beanies and snow boots, and we hired some skis and boots and poles so that we could ski down the mountain. If you visit the snow nowadays, people don't actually wear beanies so much anymore to keep their heads warm. They wear helmets. And this is because a lot of people have had accidents on the snow and hurt their brains Our brains are pretty important. And I have worn one of those helmets that everyone wears. They keep your head warm and comfortable as well. Do you ever wear a helmet? Maybe when you're doing something dangerous. Maybe when you're riding a bike. Do you wear a helmet when you ride a horse? Or when you play sport? Maybe hockey or football? Some people choose to wear helmets and some people choose not to. At the snow you can choose, and when you're playing sports, sometimes you can choose. Where I live in Sydney, Australia, it's the law to wear a helmet when you're riding a bike on the road. So we can't really choose to wear a helmet or not there. A helmet is designed to protect your head. 2,000 years ago, in Jesus' time, soldiers would wear helmets to protect their heads in battle. But they would also wear specific helmets as a way to show which team they were on. Just like if you were playing your sport and you were wearing specific colours, specific design t-shirts to show which team you're playing with, the Roman army had specific helmets to show that they were all part of the Roman army. And those helmets were fancy. They had horse hair, which they had dyed red and would stick onto the helmet somehow. So these helmets were not just designed to protect your head, They were designed to protect you and to identify you. We are going to be talking about helmets today and the name of this episode is called the Helmet of Salvation, which is something that we are to wear if we are saved by Jesus. If we choose to be saved, we get to wear a helmet that identifies us as Christians and protects us as well. What do you think? Think about your brain. What goes into your mind? How do you get information about the world? How do you learn information? Do you like to read about it? Do you like to watch it? Do you like to hear about it? Who do you get your information from? Do you get your information from your parents? Do you get your information from teachers? What about the internet? How about TV shows or movies that you watch? You might not think that that's a place to get information And that is actually the main source of information for most people. Maybe you get your information from friends. 
or from church or from ads. Our brains get filled with different kinds of things and information that influence us and affect the way that we think and come to see the world. We get influenced by different outside sources more than we care to admit. And the helmet of salvation, being saved by Jesus, can stop the negative influences that affect us. It can stop the bad things affecting us and let in the good things. We just need to block it out with thoughts of Jesus, don't we? The armour of God is what Paul wants us to put on. Do you remember what they are from previous episodes? Paul says in Ephesians chapter 6, Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with a breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. This week we're focusing on the helmet of salvation. Next week will be the sword of the Spirit. And the final piece for standing firm against Satan is prayer. Salvation is a long word that simply means saved. We are saved by Jesus. Paul says in Romans chapter 10 verse 9 that if we declare with our mouths that Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. But what do we need saving from? Why do we need saving at all? Well, he also says earlier in the book of Romans, at Romans chapter 6, verse 23, that sin deserves death. But God's gift to us is eternal life given by Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus saves us from the death that we deserve from our sins. Today's story is about the author of those Bible passages that I just mentioned. His name is Paul, but he wasn't always called Paul. God changed his name when he became a Christian. He started off his life as somebody who hated Jesus and hated anybody who believed in Jesus. Today's story is about how Paul is saved from his sins. Paul's name before he became a Christian was Saul, and Saul made it his life's mission to hurt Christians. He would find Christians and he would arrest them. He got permission from the authorities to put them in jail. Once they were in jail, they would often be killed. So all the Christians who knew about Saul were scared of him. If I had lived back then and I had known about Saul, I would have been very scared of him too. Saul was given permission to go to a town called Damascus and collect all of the Christians there to put in jail. On his way to Damascus to collect the Christians, Jesus appeared to him. He was with a large group of people and Jesus appeared in the clouds with a bright light. It was so bright it blinded Saul. Did any of the other people who were with him see it? Did they get affected? Did they get blinded? No. They didn't even know what was happening. 
They heard a voice, but they didn't see anyone. When the bright light from heaven flashed around Saul, he fell to the ground and he heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why are you so cruel to me? It was Jesus, but Saul didn't know it. Who are you? Saul asked. I am Jesus, the Lord answered. I am the one you are so cruel to. Now get up and go into Damascus where you'll be told what to do. Well, everyone who was with Saul was speechless because they could hear the voice, but they couldn't see anything. Saul got up from the ground where he'd fallen, and when he opened his eyes, he couldn't see a thing. He had to be led into the town of Damascus by hand, and for three days, he didn't eat or drink. He fasted. There was a Christian in Damascus called Ananias, and God spoke to him in a vision. Ananias, he said, get up and go to this specific house where Saul is. Saul is praying and he has seen a vision of you coming to him, putting your hands on him and helping him to see again. Oh, Ananias has heard of this man Saul and Ananias is scared of him. He doesn't like Christians. He's rounding them up to put in jail. Lord, Ananias said to Jesus in his vision, There are a lot of people who have told me terrible things about this man Saul and all he's done against your followers in Jerusalem. And now he's got the power to come here and do the same horrible things to us. Jesus replied to Ananias, Go, I have chosen him to tell foreigners, kings and all of the Jews about me. Did Ananias obey the Lord? Yes, he did. Ananias went to Saul, where he was staying, and he placed his hands on him and said, Saul, the Lord has sent me. He is the same one who appeared to you on the road, and he wants you to be able to see and to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Suddenly, something like fish scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see. He got up, was baptised, he ate, and he felt much better. Saul was saved that day. He became a Christian and he devoted the whole rest of his life to serving Jesus and telling people about Jesus. It is so important to believe in Jesus, to get saved by having your sins taken away by Jesus on the cross, and then you get to be part of God's team. So put on this helmet of salvation when you are saved. Show everybody that you are a Christian and that will protect your mind from Satan's evil influence. Continue to fix your eyes on Jesus. Question time! This first question is a question for the adult who is in the room listening right now. If you have been saved, I want you to spend some time now telling the story about what happened to you in that time and also explain what kind of changes you made in your life after being saved by Jesus. Question number two. How can you wear salvation like team colours to identify you as a Christian to those around you? 
In the next episode, we're going to be looking at the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Until next week. Bye. That brings us to the end of this episode. But please don't stop chatting about these things. Keep thinking about everything you've heard in today's episode and keep asking questions and discussing things with your family throughout the week. If you want to discover more episodes and resources about our Saviour Jesus and to learn more about the Bible, please head on over to the wordonthestreetpodcast.com. There's a link in the show notes and you'll also find there's a copy of today's passage. We are really looking forward to you joining us again soon.